Getting your child vaccinated against flu this winter could stop them becoming seriously ill and stop flu spreading to family or friends. There's no needle, just a squirt up the nose. If your child is aged two to three, in primary school or secondary years seven to nine, make sure you take up the offer made by your GP practice or school vaccination team. Protect your child from flu. Get vaccinated, get protected. Go to nhs.uk to find out more. This is Our People Podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hello and welcome to another episode of Our People Podcast. My name's Jade and I work in the communications team here at South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. You're probably used to hearing my colleagues Harry and Fiona on the podcast, but today I'm here to chat about workforce wellbeing, what we do to support the wellbeing of our workforce and all the things that we have in place and why it's important to us as a trust. I'm really pleased to be joined by our wellbeing practitioner, Claire Scaife, who works within our occupational health and wellbeing department. Hello, Claire. Hello, Jade. It's lovely to be here. So, as we know, looking after your health and wellbeing in all aspects is really important to us as a trust, and we take a really proactive approach to supporting the wellbeing of all of our colleagues. We do a lot to try and prevent physical, mental and financial health issues happening to the people who work with us. And obviously, we do a lot in terms of supporting our staff. So recently, in recent years, we have launched our Workforce Health and Wellbeing Hub on the staff internet. It's a bit of a one-stop shop for support and signposting people. And our Thrive Staff Support Service launched their Wellbeing Walks, where they take our colleagues out on a weekly basis on different walks whether it's on a lunchtime or on weekends and we are really excited to be launching our first ever workforce health and wellbeing week yay um so we're really looking forward to that we've never really done an event like this before as a trust especially since we merged as one trust back in 2019 and then with the pandemic um so claire do you want to talk to us a little bit about the week and what we've got in store Yeah, so Workforce Health and Wellbeing Week is going to be an opportunity for our staff to speak with experts. You already mentioned the the key topics that we pay attention to as a trust. So it's to ask questions regarding your physical, your mental, your financial health, as well as just finding out about the various staff benefits that the trust and external providers do offer for us. The week's going to take place on Monday the 27th of November. We're going to be hosting a series of events. We'll have two main events we'll have at our main hospitals. So on Monday the 27th of November, we're going to be in the back of the restaurant of South Tyneside Hospital. Um, And on Thursday the 30th of November, we're going to be in the Education Centre at Sunderland Royal Hospital. Then in between those days, we're going to be heading out on the road to our community sites too. Excellent. So, as you've mentioned, we've got our two main events at South Tyneside and Sunderland, but also getting out to our community sites as well. Obviously, we know that a lot of our staff aren't necessarily based at our two main hospital sites. So, let's chat about first what we're going to be sort of doing in terms of who's going to be at the main events and then also what we're going to be doing in terms of the community sites as well. 
So South Tyneside is first up on the Monday. It is. Um, and we've got, like you say, a range of different people coming to speak to our staff. They're all going to have stalls. We've got people from within our own teams, haven't we? Yes. And then also external providers too. Yes. Um, local businesses and things. We've got beauty students coming in to give free mini treatments to our staff. So that'll be really nice. I'll be first in line. <laughs> I'll need it. So what else have we got going on that week? Tell us a little bit more. So that week, it's going to be an opportunity for you to speak to the different teams that maybe you didn't even know were here. Find information out about Thrive, find information out from talk and therapies, see that they actually provide team support as well, not individual support. There'll be everyone from my team there, so from an occupational health and wellbeing perspective, we're going to have the care coordinator, there'll be an opportunity to speak to me who I deliver the health and wellbeing checks, we also provide team support as well, I'm a PNA so you're going to have your professional nurse advocates there as well on the days, um, they will be going across the week as well to the different community sites too, so their community sites where they work, they'll be there as well. We'll have um, inclusion team, we'll have payroll, pensions, ESR, lots of different people that you're going to be able to tap into who you would normally probably send an email to really and then wait for a response back where this time you're going to actually physically see them all in person and see what their role is and what they do for um, our staff within the trust. Going to have veterans there as well. A couple of our external financial providers are going to be coming. So we're going to have Serve and Protect Credit Union, Affinity. Um, and just there's going to be a lady from the pension money and pension service as well. We've got a lot of information from that in our financial section on the um, wellbeing hub on the intranet. We just want to give something back to staff, really. I think just to recognise everyone's hard work and just to say that we are here. We are here to support you. Your well-being is really important to us as a trust. We want to be proactive. We want to provide as much support as we possibly can. And it would just be nice to prevent some physical, mental or financial health issues from happening and or if they do or when they do support you when that happens. Yeah. And I think you've hit a really key point there, Claire, in terms of a lot of the people who are coming to Health and Wellbeing Week are people that you would maybe send an email to or you try yeah. and ring or you might want to go and see them but you don't necessarily know where they're based no. whereas having these events means that people can come and we know people are pushed we know people are really busy but if they can spare five or ten minutes pop over on the break to see our members of our team who can help them and I think an important thing for us to say is yeah. particularly for our big sites it's going to be from Eight o'clock in the morning, am I yes, right? Yes, so to catch night shift. Yep, and all the way through the day until about 4pm. So there's a, a full day sort of opportunity where you can come, like I say, whether it's, like Claire says, if you're on night shift, if you hang around and come straight after your shift, pop in before you start your shift, pop over on your lunch, pop over when you finish. But there's a, there's a lot of opportunity to speak to a lot of people who are really knowledgeable and who have your best interests of well-being at heart I suppose isn't it I would absolutely agree and of course don't forget there will be lots of activities freebies discounts and prizes let alone just the information and advice yeah definitely and we're going to have loads and loads of prizes so Mm -hmm. when you come to our two main events at South Townside 
the back of the restaurant and at the education centre in Sunderland, you will have to sign in just to register that you're there. We'll have a goodie bag for you and that'll have an information leaflet in with all of our different support offerings of wellbeing. But there'll also be some lovely little freebies, as Claire mentioned. Um, there'll be free little treatments and things. We're also going to pop some nice little golden tickets in some certain bags um, where you could win some really cool prizes as well, including things like an overnight stay, I think, at the Ramside. I do believe so. Yes. Um, and we've also got some really nice prizes from local businesses. So we've got tickets for the pantomime at Sunderland Empire. We've got some tickets to some football matches at South Shales Football Club. And we've also got some taster sessions as well for our very own fitness centre at Sunderland. So in the new year, if you want to kickstart your health and wellbeing, you can. Yeah, and I think it's good to, to just point out as well that the goodie bags are not just for the two main events. They will be coming on mm-hmm. the road with us too. Yeah. Um, so they will be coming to the community site. So you will have an opportunity to obtain a goodie bag yes. that may have a golden ticket <laughs> in. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for the comms that's coming so everyone can see where we're going to be across the week and when you can capture us. Yes. So like Claire says, everyone <clears throat> who engages with this event will get a goodie bag. you get the same opportunities. So... Don't worry if you're not able to come to one of our events at the education centre or at the restaurant. We're basically going to be bringing everything out to you, whether you're based, whether you're not based at our main sites or not. I think another thing that I would like to touch on, because obviously we have done a lot, we do do a lot for our workforce wellbeing, but we've done a lot more recently, I would say, yes. um, is why it's important for us. Because I think a lot of particularly employers now talk about well-being and, you know, it's almost sold, isn't it, as a benefit when you apply for a job. But for us, we do a lot. And I think we should probably have a little chat about why we do a lot and why it's important. And it's very much not a tick box exercise for us as a Claire. No, and I think it goes back to our core trust values, really, because it starts at the beginning of your journey. It starts at that application point where you're looking at what trust you want to work at and why you want to work there. It's not just the elements around and kind of working near the home, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You want to go to work to feel supported. You want to go to work to know that there is support there should you need it. We all know how hard it's been over the last few years and about how you need to take care of yourself to be able to take care of others. And that really is very paramount. And that is entire in its entirety across the trust. That's not just for the core clinical staff. That's for everybody. So everyone plays a part in keeping this giant cogwheel turning to be the best that we can be for our patients. But it does have to start with us. You can't pour from an empty cup. You have to look after yourself. You have to look after your own health. You have to look after your own well-being. We all know our families and our friends is important to us. We want this workplace to be somewhere that you'll recommend to family and friends to come if they need us. We also want you to feel like the support there, should you need it, and or just know where to find it. Because more often than not, for some of the clinical staff, it's hard to just... You, you skim through your emails, you skim through the bulletin when it comes out on a Wednesday. You don't always see the nice things that are on offer. And if you keep an eye out, sometimes there's like freebie tickets or mm. discounted tickets, especially on the bulletins. And it's just about how we can bring some of that into the trust. Mm. 
for the week so you know you'll be able to get like a little neck massage or a hand massage Mm -hmm. at the two main events on the Monday or the Thursday and it's just about kind of recognizing that we do work for a good trust but also likewise we need to know what those things are that Mm -hmm. we can access to be able to look after ourselves as well it's more about being proactive than being reactive yeah we want to keep you in work we want you to be the best that you can be mm-hmm. for our patients to be the best that you can be for yourself absolutely I think that's exactly as you've said you can't pour from an empty cup Mm-mm. it's really important I think you know we want our staff to know that this event is for them and like you say it's for everyone it's not just for clinical it's not just for non-clinical staff it's for everyone across the board choice staff are also more than welcome of they are. to come as well they're definitely part of our family so i think it's just making sure that managers obviously make their staff aware that they're welcome to go if you know if people are like i say we know people are really busy but yeah. if people can sort of cover each other while they pop over even if it is just for five minutes to pop in say hello get some information and just to put faces to names I think like you say people do sort of skim through certain emails that they get particularly when you're a clinical member of staff you're not at a desk you're not you don't have free access to your emails all of the time so to be able to put faces to the names of people who can help you or at least point you in the right direction if you need any support is is key really i think once you've made that contact with someone you know that you can go to them again you can pick the phone up you can just give them a knock on their office if you know where they're based and also particularly things that we don't necessarily see as well-being so i think initially people always just think of physical well-being and going to the gym don't they or you know more so now mental well-being but we've done a lot of work around financial well-being Mm -hmm. at the trust so as you say Serve and Protect Credit Union are going to be there. Yeah. They are our partner now, so staff can join the credit union and save or lend money if they need to. We're also going to have the money and pension service there as well yeah. and Affinity, who do some financial wellbeing courses, both online and in person for us. And I think that's massive for us, just to know that staff have the support in terms of finances. We know that there's a cost of living crisis at the moment, we know that people are struggling financially and any sort of advice that we can give to people, whether it's how to prepare for retirement, how to manage your pension. Um, we've got a lot of different calculators and tools on the internet as well, but bringing those to life and being able to speak to someone in person and get some guidance and advice about what's going on and what you need help with, I think it'll be really valuable for people, do you? I absolutely couldn't agree more. And I think what this opportunity is going to give staff is... For those that feel embarrassed or ashamed of any problems that they are going through at the moment, even just picking up the leaflets from Mm -hmm. the table and putting them in your goodie bag Mm -hmm. and taking them away and looking Mm -hmm. at them is the first step in the Mm -hmm. right direction. And I think sometimes it's just about having the bravery just to reach Mm -hmm. out. So whether that's the the bravery to reach out for that leaflet first Mm -hmm. and foremost, or whether that's the bravery of actually sharing what's Mm -hmm. happening in your life, is, is something else to kind of factor into this is that we will be helping a lot of people on that day who we may not necessarily have those numbers quantified for and yeah. um, because there'll be lots of people that will keep things to themselves and that's that that's absolutely fine but just do know that a problem shared is a problem halved yeah. um, and I think sometimes if we can provide that help and support for you then we're going to help you. It's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. We're going to ha- try and help you get out of a difficult situation that you may find yourself in. Mm-hmm. Something else to mention as well is around childcare and childcare fees and how much that's going up. 
Um, so we are going to have our two nurseries, so Ashmore and Apple, Blo- Apple Blossom, can't even get <laughs> me words out now, on site as well for further information surrounding um, childcare. And of course, don't forget our carer coordinator will be there who will be able to give you all the questions all the answers to your childcare inquiries or your caring inquiries as well. Um, Because we know we've got large numbers of staff who are carers and equally we want to provide support for you to be able to stay at work. That might be looking at flexible working policies and that might be looking at the carers policy. But likewise, if you don't know about these things, you would never know to Mm -hmm. ask about them. So sometimes it's about giving you that um, empowerment to be able to say, well, actually, can we have a little look at the mm-hmm. carer's policy or can you help me with mm-hmm. the flexible working policy? And that's what our carer coordinator is there for. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that staff are represented and feel like they are receiving the health and wellbeing support for the entire week so that mm-hmm. we're covering every basis and we're not missing mm-hmm. anything out. I think there's lots of things surrounding your physical health that you can do as well. We've already mentioned about um, the, the fitness centre, have we got any wellbeing walks on that day? Could mm-hmm. you pop out in your lunch hour and go and do a wellbeing walk with the staff if you've got that opportunity to be able to do so? It might be that on your weekend off, you can go for a wellbeing walk. Um, then it isn't just all about the physical exercise element of it, though, either. It's about the health and wellbeing checks that mm-hmm. the trust can offer as well. So I deliver a free health and wellbeing check, which encompasses your height, your weight, your waist circumference, and... Um, we check your pulse, we do your blood pressure and we check your cholesterol and we use them against risk assessments um, to see whether actually you're at an increase in risk of developing things like type 2 diabetes, things like high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol, cardiovascular disease. We want you to be healthy to come to work. So this is something that we're offering up whereby you come and have all of those things done. We discuss all of them via the risk assessment um, tools that we use. And if you do need a referral on, then obviously we'll refer you on to your GP to have um, whatever necessary investigations is needed from the risk assessment. So you don't have to try and get an appointment with your GP and primary care services that we know is already stretched mm-hmm. and or try and access a pharmacist to have the check done. You can have it done in your working day. Excellent. It sounds really good. And I think, as you've mentioned there, <clears throat> Yes, we're helping our staff, but in turn, we're also helping people around them. So, you know, being the best sort of being in the best shape that you can be physically, mentally, financially is also going to impact people around you. And likewise, there's nothing to stop people from picking up resources, picking up leaflets, picking up information on the day and taking it home or taking it back to your work and department to someone who you think might benefit as well. And just sharing that knowledge and sharing that information um, to know that there's support available, I think is going to be really, really valuable. And this is the thing, use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Take it back to your wards, take it back to your departments, take it back to the areas that you work in. Take all of the information back, create a file, mm-hmm. create a little mini wellbeing team within your area, within your speciality and department. It's within your gift to create, it's within your gift um, to maintain. You can access the wellbeing team. We are open to anyone coming through to us and getting any extra help and support around setting up little mini wellbeing teams. We'd much rather that than people not know where to mm-hmm. go and not know how to get signposted mm-hmm. to anything. So please do come and speak to us on the day, speak to everybody that you can, or if you just want to have a little informal chat without anybody else around, then just email us at wellbeing and, and we'll respond to you as soon as we can. Yeah, excellent. We're also going to be giving out winter vaccinations on the days as well. We absolutely are. Um, So I know people, again, who are really busy, they've struggled to get out to get to the clinics or get appointments. 
um, I'll get appointments outside of work if they pop over on the day at both of the sites and obviously we'll be taking vaccines out with us as well on the road when we go to our community sites too. So that's another thing to bear in mind. We just want the days and the events to be a bit of a one-stop shop, don't we really? Um, come along, get some support and there'll obviously be loads of things going out in comms, so on the bulletin, on the staff Facebook group, on the internet. So as you've mentioned, the wellbeing team are going to be there. We're also going to have people, um, including that is obviously moving and handling, occupational health physios, um, the fitness centre, um, and obviously, as you've mentioned, um, our care coordinator. So that's sort of all encompassing really, isn't it, of your team? Absolutely. And what sort of things can people... So can you give us some examples of, say, when people might need to come and see Oc Health Physio or Moving and Handling? What instances and what sort of examples if people thinking, oh, why, why would I need to see them? Why should I go and see them over something else? So... If I just use physio, for example, first and foremost, so our occupational health physiotherapist, we have two. If you have woken up and you've got a stiff neck and you can't quite shake it, mm-hmm. you've taken your painkillers, it's starting to bother you, is that the point in time where you would normally contact your GP, probably? Mm-hmm. You'll do a bit of self-help first. Well, we all know, unfortunately, primary care services are struggling just as much as our services struggle at peak times as well. So therefore, you may not get a GP appointment for two weeks. However... If you contact our occupational health department, you can self-refer in, give all your details over the phone, you'll have a telephone triage, and then the physios will decide what it is that you need from then on. And you will probably have been seen or at least had your first appointment before that two weeks yeah. time that we were just talking about mm-hmm. from getting an appointment with your GP. So actually, it's a service that we couldn't do without, really. Mm-hmm. And we know that back and neck pain, musculoskeletal pain was like the second or third highest sickness absence mm-hmm. um, that we had for the trust when we did our um, most recent surveys. So actually, by having a physiotherapy service there that's going to be available from occupational health, it just means that we can keep our staff at work for longer, yeah, um, who maybe don't then need to take sick time. Mm-hmm. So as well as, like we've talked about, the sort of typical wellbeing mm-hmm. contacts that you would expect, we're also going to have people... They're representing our NMAP workforce and education teams, international recruitment, workforce and apprenticeships, the PNAs and the PMAs, NHSP are also going to be there. So it's also an opportunity to speak to people about not just your well-being sort of day-to-day at work, but also day-to-day sort of your career and how you can definitely, absolutely. I think it's really important that we tie those in with well-being because, you know, if your well-being isn't great, you're probably not going to be able to feel like you can develop. Mm-hmm. So it all ties in for us, doesn't it? And it's really important that people sort of see that connection and see that link. And I know that, for example, our NMAP workforce and education teams also provide a lot of well-being support for specific roles. Um, so it'll be really good to have those come along as well, won't it? And I think with our international recruits as well, um, just to get everyone on board and share the message that you know well-being is important and it can be tackled from a lot of different angles yeah and I think you're just going to develop your staff as well really aren't you because let's face it if you feel if you feel supported and you feel like your well-being's in a good place then you're willing to go the extra mile mm-hmm. you're willing to do do whatever's asked of you next so it might be that organizational development can help you with career course choices 
or you know the library services are going to be there it's important that every day is a school day and that we're always still learning you know so there's going to be the opportunity to talk to them or inclusion for example chaplaincy services we're even going to have people from dietetics so we're going to take this opportunity to bring the length lung health screening team in as well um that's not just for patients it's for staff as well anyone that's been a smoker or a current smoker in the past that's um there's an age limit for um can have lung health screening there's going to be stop smoking support um available and alcohol support available we're also going to have our colleagues there from payroll and pensions. Yes. I know you mentioned that. Um, and we know a lot of people always do try and get in touch with that team. They're always extremely busy given the nature of their job and there being about 9,000 of us at the Trust. But again, they will be there in person and just putting faces to names, knowing someone who you can get in touch with, whether it's about you know your payroll, whether it's about benefits whether it's about your pension all those sorts of things I just think it's great that you can have someone on the day who you can just pick their brains you don't have to sort of go ping pong waiting for emails or trying to get through someone on the phone they're going to be there and health roster also going to be there aren't they? that team's going to be there so there's support there for any staff who may need it on that as well Health roster are also going out on the road as well just to mention so they will be going to some of the community venues as well to meet and greet staff and give out goodie bags. And then also we have got some external local businesses coming as well, so all centred around wellbeing. So we're going to have at one of our events, at the Sunderland event, we have got Hophod Yoga Sunderland coming along. They'll be doing some um, free meditation sessions as well, if anyone wants to get involved in that across the day, giving out some discounts and freebies too. So that'll be really nice to have those there and laughter yoga as well, which I know we've done previously and has been really popular. We've also got people there even giving sort of skincare advice and aromatherapy little mini sessions and stuff too. So I think it's a it's a really well-rounded approach to wellbeing the whole week. There's sort of no stone unturned. And if there's anything that we've spoke about today or if there's anything that you've seen in comms or not seen and you think, is that going to be there? Ask the question, get in touch with the team. Um, and if it's not covered already, we'll do our best to try and make sure that it can be because at the end of the day, this is an event for staff and we'll want to make sure that everyone's getting the most out of it. It'd be nice to make it rolling as well, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like on the annual, this is what yeah, we're doing definitely. for staff. So if there is any areas where you think they need some improvement or mm-hmm. any suggestions, yeah. then please, by all means, we're all up for constructive criticism as to how we can make things better because at the end of the day, we want it to work for you. That's brilliant, Claire. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, really appreciate you coming and telling us everything about Workforce Health and Wellbeing Week. Just a reminder to our staff, it starts on Monday, the 27th of November. Um, keep an eye out. We know there's been lots going out already in comms to promote it. And just, yeah, hopefully everyone can come along, get involved, let us know your thoughts. And we'll hope to see you there. We're really looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. We'll see you there. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Our People podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories. Hit subscribe to keep up with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for our name.